This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get in, losers. We're talking about our feelings. Hey guys, welcome. I have really been wanting to do a minute or two, a little life update at the beginning of each episode, just to kind of go over any new things that are going on in my life right now. Absolutely nothing is happening. Um, But with the podcast, I have really been wanting to say thank you for listening for letting me know what you think about the episodes and the guests. It really means so much to know that there are actual people out there listening and caring. And the kind of goal for the podcast um, was to obviously connect with my friends and family, but um, I had a goal of wanting to get sponsorships for the podcast. For some reason to me, that this meant that you made it in the podcasting world. I don't know. I have gotten sponsorships in the past few months and have had some really cool people um, reach out and I'm just really excited to see where the podcast goes and I'm just super appreciative. I also forgot to add, if you have not already subscribed to the podcast, rate and review the podcast because it helps so much when people are searching for it. That would mean the world to me. So yeah, other than that, I have kind of been over my house lately, to be honest. I am just like on the fence, not knowing if I want to move or not. There's really nothing keeping me here in Evansville. I've kind of always thought that I would move to the indie area. So if any of you are currently living in Indianapolis or Carmel or Fishers or any of those little areas, um, definitely reach out because I've really been thinking about just freaking selling my house and moving there. So who knows if that'll happen in the next few months. Um, I really like this episode. It feels very getting drunk with your hometown friends on a Saturday night, which is appropriate because that's exactly what we were doing. So I hope you enjoy. Here is the episode. Nice. All right, we're about to take a shot. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Me and Ty have fucking pink Whitney, <laughs> and Logan. Can't, Logan can't has a. Logan, this is alcohol. What are you? Uh, it's yeah, it's good. Whew. Okay. Okay. What's up, guys? We're here with Tyler, my brother. You know him. You love him. <laughs> Reoccurring guest. And Logan Guthrie. Do you want me to say your last name? I don't care. It's fine. Okay. Logan, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us what you're about. <laughs> What's up? I'm Logan. I am old, old school friend of Tyler's from the Berg back in the day. You're not a friend of mine? I'm an old, I'm an old friend Katie's from, <laughs> from the Berg back in the day. Yeah. Came here, decided to be on the podcast because I thought it'd be fucking cool. So here I am. Here you are. Here I am. In all your glory. Yep. Tell us how you, how we know each other and all that stuff. Well, I first met your brother through baseball at Camelsburg. What grade were you guys in? It would have been before you started school. It would have been that summer before you came to West Washington is where I met you. Because you was there with your Uncle Adam. You guys were playing catch. Me and my brother had practice. Um, so I would have been fourth grade. So like nine, yeah. nine, ten. Damn. And then I met you whenever we started school. That's whenever I met you. But then me and him played football and stuff together growing up. And then just being in the Berg, you know, running around. Doing yeah. Doing stuff. 
Yeah, so we all lived in Camelsburg, which is like population 550, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, grew up together. Logan has a brother that's a year older, Landis. And Tyler is a year older than me. Logan and I are in the same grade. Landis and Tyler are in the same grade. So you know how it is, like, small school, small town. Everybody knows everybody. Like, our moms went to school together. together. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you guys really didn't, like become friends i feel like until later it was like, the it was the mcdonald's breakfast yeah that's McDonald's breakfast that's what, that's what did. Yeah. when um you won them off the radio didn't you i won them off the radio yeah i, I and they was, weren't even mcdonald's they were windy that's what i'm saying that's, <laughs> I, was, windy, I remember like, that <laughs> like yeah I, i'm really good at that to win stuff on the radio i don't know how it, it's like, so weird how i just feel it when to call then i get on but yeah, it was. I won Wendy's breakfast for a year. What was this like? Your maybe sophomore junior. I was year? going into, into your junior junior year. year. Yeah, that's what I was going because I just got my license. I had yeah. I had the yeah. I had the Trisha mobile. The oh, but we took the white Lannis's white stag. The white. Oh uh, man, the white stag, dude. And you what? Just picked them up every day before breakfast, or? Yeah, like we much? went like in the morning. Okay. But it was in the summertime. So like, yeah, so we like yeah, we didn't doing have school anything. or nothing. Okay. So that's like when the friendship started. That's when <clears throat> yeah. So we do that like almost every day. Okay. And just like me, him and Landis go to have our little Wendy's coupons because McDonald's match <laughs> yeah. did competitor matching. So <laughs> I'd be like, Here, give me the number nine. Like, and they're like, We hate you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what are you gonna do? So you three fucking 16-year-old hooligans are going to McDonald's every morning in the summer together. Your budding friendship, where does it go from there? Man, uh... Hanging hanging out, doing that. Going to the drive-in a lot. Going to the drive-in outside of Mitchell. With Haley Girl. (laughs) (laughs) With with them Orange County women, buddy. Yeah, so we, like, all kind of went to the same church as well. And so, like, the neighboring school kids, you know how it is when you're in high school. It's like, oh, she's from the other school, like, the hot girl, you know? It's automatically interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we were all kind of, like, in church group together. It was just, like, everyone co-mingling, whatever. But I feel like, I mean, obviously it was, like, more than that for you guys, more than just, like, a summer friendship for you three because obviously we're still here now and you guys yep. still you guys live three hours away from each other you still see each other frequently yeah i mean i, tr- I just i don't know i try to just stay in contact as good as i, I was can, i was just gonna know? say yeah, yeah. They, him and Landis both like i am not the person to reach out and be like are you doing okay because like if i'm doing okay i feel like you're doing okay you know but they they call they call me so much and that i feel it's like good. that helps like quality. preserve the friendship too definitely i mean they're they're my brothers, so mm-hmm. yeah. Are you about to cry? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a very sweet moment, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, just, I feel like it, sorry. I was just feel like it was just like a lot of little things that like really solidified. I mean, like I still, I still, up. I mean, I, I feel like me and you are still as good as friends as we was back then. Yeah. You know, like because there, there's no way, and it's so there's funny. no way I'd have left Thanksgiving at my dad's and came straight to Evansville. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. Know, being friends with him and Landis, though, because, like, I feel like I have a different relationship with you than with I do, than, than Landis. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just, I would assume it's just it's like different. No, it's just, like, different. I don't know. I mean, because you guys are, you guys are kind of different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. being brothers, though. But. Especially here lately, we are a lot different than what we used to. I mean, not, like, in a negative way, just, you know, he's a dad. Yeah. Got two kids. Yeah, and, just, like, in a different place in life. Yeah, like, and mm-hmm. he, he moved out of the Camelsburg. He's in Seymour now, so. That's tough. It's just one of the things, you know. I feel like you and Landis are 
the closest sibling relationship that I've ever seen. Hmm. That Do was, you think? I, yeah, I would agree with that. Even still, I would agree with that, especially like five years ago. Yeah, like I think you guys are more twin level rather than brother. I've always, level. I've always told people we might as well be twins. Yeah, we, that was something we got I did everything notice. together. Like whenever I, we first came here, like, and I met you and Landis both. Like you guys were like real close, you know. And so that's something I noticed. We done yeah, everything together. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool to have someone. We put we were on the same ball teams. Well, I mean, you know, like everything. Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were we done it all together. Me how, and you. Sorry, go ahead. How far apart are you guys? Thirteen months. Okay. He's born March ninety five. I was born yeah. April ninety six. And we're eighteen months. Yeah, year and a half almost yeah. a day. Oh, and I should have mentioned Logan and Landis have a sister too. Yep. We're like literally completely yep. taking exactly. Claire out. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's like younger and. She is, uh, me and her are totally, I wouldn't say totally not alike, but we are, we definitely have different views on a lot of things, you know? Yeah. yeah. How far apart are you guys? Uh, she was born when I was four. Okay. So, I mean, like, growing up, there was zero similarities, like, mm-hmm. at all. Right. You know, like, nothing. There when was, you're a kid, four big. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. I won't tell her that to her face, but <laughs> she's awesome. <laughs> Do you feel like we balance each other out? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're I feel like we're kind of like a lot alike. Though. We are. Yeah. Sometimes I catch myself I th- saying shit, and I'm like, uh, like the same exact <laughs> cadence of you, and like, I feel like I can especially like- with dad when I get annoyed with him, and I'm just like, oh my fucking god, I'm like, I am Tyler right now. <laughs> like, I feel like I just can like read you really well. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just like shoot me a look, and I know exactly what you're saying. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like a dumb version of Tyler. Who's more was, interested? I don't know about now, but in school, you was pretty smart. Compared to me, fuck. I, <laughs> I don't think so. Crap. She wasn't great at math. I wasn't great at any really school. Like, I would get, like, I'd say Bs. Like, very standard. Well, I did I mean, not excel at anything. I, I do totally understand what you mean, because compared to him. Right. Yeah. Being compared like. him. Yeah. Being perfect at all that shit. Right. Like, Tyler would get an A-, minus and Mom would be like, you can do better. But yeah, I would like, get a C, and Mom would be like, good job, Katie! And <laughs> I'm like, saying, like, I feel like a lot of that, like, when I was in school, and I, like, had to strive for that perfection. You know, I feel like a lot of that was, like, just my anxiety caused. You know, like, I didn't yeah. even know what that was at the time, you know? I didn't, like, I, for some reason, I just, like, had to be perfect at everything. And if I wasn't, I, like, crumbled, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. Which is interesting, because, like... I, I don't want to say you, like, put that on yourself, but, like, no one in our family had that expectation that, like, you had to be, like, it's not like we came from this strict, our parents would not have cared if you got C's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, it just... Talked to my therapist about it. What did he say? I, okay, I, I kind of figured this out on my own, really. Like, I feel like because, like, when our parents got divorced, like, when mom and dad got divorced, it was, like, it hit me so hard that, in my mind, if I was perfect at this thing... Mm-hmm. and I didn't mess anything up, then that'll stay. It'll be okay. You know, I'm, like, thinking, like, right. inward of, like, I'm losing my family. Right. You know? Yeah, I could see that. That's That was my idea. And I ran that by therapy. She's like, yeah. That's probably <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Logan. Um, I don't remember, like, ever talking to you about this in high school. I feel like talking about expectations, the expectation for us in our household uh, being raised by our mom was always going to college. Like, it was never a question. It was never, will you go to college? Where are you going to college? It was just like, yeah, after high school, I'll leave for school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was it the same for you? Like, Um, how was it in your household? Well, with my mom, not as much. 
with my mom because my mom was very at that point in my life like junior senior year into like the last or the next couple of years coming out of school me and my mom didn't talk much at all you know really yeah it's one of them things where me and her just seen differently on some things and took some growing up between the both of us i think to get that shit straightened out you know but with my dad <clears throat> my dad wanted me to go to school but he wanted me to go to school for like forestry conservation or like you know something something to do with agriculture he was real he was real bent up on that he really wanted me to go because he assumed it would make you money or because he thought well, you'd be good he at thought, it he thought that it was a good way for me to make a good living like a good living around home because he knew that i didn't want to leave home like he knew that i wanted to be home and i still feel that way now i i have zero plans of going anywhere but uh what it came down to was i thought myself i was like i i think i can go out and maybe i, I never i never expected to be like wealthy by any means I, I still don't have that kind of expectation but like i can find a good enough wage at home and still enjoy the things that i like to do and not have to go off and you know and then my brother was in that car wreck and that kind of put a damper on some things for a while because i mean mom and dad had to work so i stayed home with him and took care of him so but. when you say home do you mean more like the people at home like your family or do you mean the kind of small town living country living like what do you mean i literally mean camelsburg because i do love camelsburg. that exact place yep i okay. love camelsburg i love everything about it so you would never go to like orleans or a neighboring nope. town nope. okay i have zero plan I, I i i totally have zero intention of never leaving camelsburg because i i love the people i'm around i mean i I love everything about it. I love, it's like my perfect little safe haven. Like it's, cause like I've done some dumb shit. I've done some dumb shit and I've never once even gotten a smidge trouble. You know what I mean? Like not one time. Cause it's like, I know everybody there. I know every road around. Like I, I know, mm. I know everything about it. You know, like there's yeah. nothing yeah. I don't know about the place. Do you it's feel like, like accepted and welcomed? And, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's honestly like when he left and came to college, I understood it, but whenever he decided that he wasn't going to leave Evansville after he got done with college, it did kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn, I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I want him mm -hmm. to be home, but, like, I get it, though. I totally do get it because, like, it does suck whenever you're laying there at home. It's like 9 o'clock at night. You're like, I'm fucking starving. You know? It's Wait, like, I, I got to drive 20 reason, minutes to get reason, some McDonald's right now. The reason you love Camelsburg is the reason I hate Camelsburg. Like, <laughs> That's exactly like, what I, I was thinking. do anything. Yeah. 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 Like, it, and as soon as I got that taste... As soon as I came here freshman year, and, like, you could – it was a big enough town where it had everything, but then a small enough town still have that feeling of home, Yeah, you know? Um, especially on the west side. That's that's very, like, homey. Yeah, I've started – in the past couple of years, since we've lived in Evansville now for seven, eight years, I'm starting to recognize the same groups. I'm starting to, like, understand the cliques and the family yeah, names and shit like good. that that you, like, always knew. Taste of freedom. I, right. I loved it. But – Everything, like you said, everything Logan said, I felt the opposite. I felt mm -hmm. so unwelcomed. I felt so unloved and judged and ridiculed and looked at. And I think that was a lot of like my own anxieties. But I also think small towns breed um, judgmental You're people right. because right. you kind of have to have something to talk about. And, and maybe larger towns do too, but maybe there's just more of it. So it yeah. like gets lost. I don't know. You definitely... 
around home, there's definitely like the, I don't know, there's the people that run it. You know what I mean? There's people yeah. that run it. And even if I'm not related to them, you know them like they are a relation. You exactly. Know what I mean? Like you know them like You're that, like, so. that's Uncle Bob. He yeah. lived next to my uncle for 35 years. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just fucking yeah. know everything. Yeah. Like there are like 10 last names and you just know their yeah. family tree. Like today at the market, for example, some lady came up. I didn't know who she was, but... I did the instant that I've never done in Evansville, but that I do every time in Camelsburg. I said, oh, I'm Jennifer Stahl's daughter. I'm Reba and Dave's granddaughter. And she's like, oh, I know Reba and Dave. Yeah. That's just what you do in a small town. Like, you relate to yeah. everyone's fucking related. You like, automatically if, make the connection as if, soon as you start talking. If yes. they don't know you, there's like a guaranteed chance they know your mom or dad. Or exactly. Or somebody. Yeah, they know somebody. But because we had... I'm, I don't know. I guess I'd have to fucking take a poll. But because, like, Mamaw and Papaw had, like, a good name and a good reputation, I felt like we started life with a leg up in our small town versus someone who didn't have well, not to a mention, last name. Not to mention the Browns in general. There's just a bunch. Exactly, There's just yeah. a bunch of them. You yeah. Know? Everybody there. I mean, how many D period Browns are there in Campbellsburg? Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of them, you know? I just always felt for, like, those kids that would randomly move to West Washington in the middle of the year. Nobody yeah. had a fucking clue who they were. Yep. Or, like, the kids that dad was a bum or, like, whatever. Like, you just fucking knew everything about mm -hmm. everyone. And, like, I don't know. And I know it's still going on today because I still hear, like, mm -hmm. little who's having an affair and who's whatever. Who got a DUI last yep. night. Like. Oh, Mugshot Monday. <laughs> Mugshot Monday. Unreal. What we were just talking about earlier with Tori Packwood's baby being born. Like, that was, like, even though we had been away for a while, like, that was somebody, like... Right, I still was like, oh, my gosh, Tori had her saying, baby. Like, yeah. Like, Whoa, news, you know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I don't know. I just think it must fuck somebody up to feel like you're under a microscope all the time. But it also must be so comforting to feel like everyone knows me, everyone loves me, everyone cares about me because... You do feel that. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're in a situation like Tyler and I where you're not in the place you want to be, you do still get that feeling of, like, these people would take care of me. This is, like, my family. I know I could knock on anybody's door right now and they would take me in and clothe yeah. me and bathe me. Like, I don't know. It's one of those towns that, like, if you were to ever, like, have your car break down or something like that, like... That's, oh, like the first car that passed you'd that's be like, good, hey, yep, man, you need yep, some help, bro? Yeah. Right, yeah. You don't even call somebody? I'll take you to your mama's house. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's your mama, Reba. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how it is, dude. It's funny. It, but I get that. Like, it is that comforting feeling along with being scrutinized almost. Like, that's, it's a mix of that. And that's yeah. what I was feeling like what you were talking about. Like, being under a microscope. Like, I felt that. You know, and I didn't, I didn't like that per se. I didn't like everybody watching me. Even and though, I even think if they weren't, you know, I just felt like they were. I think it's harder for girls as well, just because our culture of judging girls is much more harsh. You know, if I were to wear a skanky Especially, outfit, it would be talked about for a week. If you guys wore something yeah. skanky, it would be laughed at. You know what I mean? Like, Especially it's just, like, and excuse my language, anybody from Camelsburg listening to this, a bunch of dumb fucking rednecks. Half of them are. I mean, I ain't gonna lie about it, and I can say it because I live there. You know what I mean? I don't care. Yeah. I, I still, I guess I kind of am one of them, but like, very judgmental men. That's for damn sure. Yeah. yeah. Very judgmental men around there. And maybe that's why Tyler and I felt the way we did because politically we are super liberal and we're super like feminists and super Black Lives Matter. And that was such a minority in that place. 
Like, even today at the market, 90% of my stuff was vegan, but I didn't write vegan. I just wrote, like, cinnamon rolls. Because I was like, if I write vegan, I feel like the rednecks are not going to buy it. Like, and it's it's almost like you have to market your personality in a different way. My accent comes back when I'm in town. Like, my (laughs) dialect changes. When we're in town, like, for, like, a two-week period of, like, we come back on Christmas or something like that. I come back. And be made fun of because they're like, where Literally. the fuck did you go? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, I have to go uptown just to get some gas. And everyone's like, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Like, Whenever I went out to uh, Washington State, whenever I worked for Kimball, and I went out there, <clears throat> those folks had no fucking idea what I was saying, man. Mm-hmm. They were like, what in the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, you go to the gas station, like, yeah, pack of camels and a Mountain Dew. They're like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friends always make fun of me for being an FFA, and I'm like, that was a cool thing in our school. Yeah. Like, that's what everyone did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Logan. So, again, about college, tell me what that was like seeing all, not all, seeing a lot of your friend group move away and not be there anymore. Um. Well, that honestly is what made me branch out a little bit from Camelsburg when I did, because that's whenever I started making friends and, like, Back in the day, like, especially playing sports, I was like, fuck them guys. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not associated with those people, you know? You get older and, like, that shit just don't matter anymore. So, like, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, man, like, hey, they're having a party over here. You want to go over there? Yeah, sure. And that's when you start meeting people. You start meeting people that you already knew, you know, quote, unquote, you knew them. Right. Like, didn't know them. You knew know? of then, them, yeah. And that's how you, that's how that really started. And I've always wanted to ask you this, Ty, but I don't know how to word it. I hope you don't get offended, Logan. Do you feel like you started smoking because you were hanging out with Landis and Logan? Or do you feel like it just naturally happened? Like I feel like it naturally happened. I never, like, that's something that, like, him and his brother both, like, being a person, like, being introduced to that the first time, they were so good at, like, I'd be like, I don't know, you know, they'd be like, you're cool. Like, they yeah. just, like, take it easy, you know? Yeah. It's one of them things, like, they it were was like, never, I never if felt he, if he pressured. Was sitting, if he was sitting there around us and, like, me and Landis were smoking, you know? Me and Lance would be like, do you want some? And he'd be like, right. no. And we'd be like, all right, cool. You know I, what I mean? Never, like, yeah, yeah. I never felt the peer pressure. Yeah. yeah. It was it was just gradually. I'd be like, you know what? Okay. And I like almost remember saying, and I was like, you know what? Let me hit that. Like, I, yeah, you were you sitting, like, <gasps> sitting in the back of the probe. We were in dad's front yard around yeah. the fire. <gasps> yeah, and you were sitting in the back of the probe. And he was like, he was sitting in the it, middle. You were sitting in the middle of me and Lannis. Me and Lannis were passing bowl back and forth. And you just like stuck your arm out, and I was like, "Do what?" <laughs> he was like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna hit it." And I was like, oh, "No fucking way, man!" It was like, it was like one of those things that, like, as soon as I hit it, though, I, it was like awesome. I mean, and I was like, and like all my anxieties were going. Up yeah, my my mind was cleared. You know. Yeah, for and the first like, time in your fucking life, like I was like, "Where the fuck has this been?" You yeah, know? and I was like, "This makes me feel so much better." You know, so. That's exactly how I felt with you, if that makes sense, the first time I smoked with you, uh, or took an edible, but um, I was like, this is why he's been doing it for 10 years. This is why, like, and I think maybe you felt the same way Logan did with me when I was finally like, okay, I'm I'm finally ready, like, (laughs) fucking 24, like, I'm finally there. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't smoke. Till you was in college or getting ready to go into college, one or the other. 18, yeah. It was the summer yeah. before I started college. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is a good age. Like, if I it were is. to ever... I wouldn't it want is. anyone younger than, like, 17 to... It, it is good age, and 
the reason why me and Lena started, not the reason, I'm not blaming anybody for anything, but like, part of the reason why me and Lena started at such a young age is because we were just hanging out with older people. <clears throat> you yeah. Know, like, we were just hanging out, like. Again, in town, just like hanging out with and, the like, people my, that we my lived My cousin around. Ethan, he just turned 30. So like, I'm 25, Lena's 26. And we hung out with him and his friends all mm. the time. You right. Know, like, all the time. So like, this is like seventh and eighth grade, we go over to somebody's house and Ethan have us with us and we just you know we'd start drinking and mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff and then like over time even like my mom will even talk about this because like me now i drink like a fish whenever i'm home and like back in the day like in high school <clears throat> i didn't drink at all i didn't like drinking at all but i was also smoking pot all the time you know so it was just one of the things where i was like no nah, man this pot's way better than, you know <laughs> it just is, you know like i'm good on that you know do you feel like weed has changed though from when you were in like oh my god like leaps and bounds yeah just just, just because like you can get some shit grown around home that is like the bee's knees like it's super good you know what i mean like it's really really good weed you know like yeah. really good weed it's just one of them things where like it wasn't until like my senior year like getting out of school and stuff like people really started getting good weed but it was one of them things where like that's when a lot of it turned into like oh like all these dispensaries started to open up across the united states you know like people mm-hmm. were going it was out being more accepted people were going out and getting it and bringing it back you know oh, you, 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 you weren't you weren't going out and buying oh bob's weed he grew in his fucking garden anymore you know he's like oh this shit fucking this came from denver you know yeah. like this came this came from los angeles this came from lansing you know like that kind of shit i feel like i've experienced um 70s and 80s weed just from like tv shows and movies and shit like i assume it was similar to kind of like a buzzed feeling or like a tingly feeling right before you get drunk you know but now like the edibles that they have now and like the weed that like places grow now i feel like you fucking get yeah you know what i mean it's yeah i mean and you were you were introduced to weed basically on that. Like, you came yes. into... Yeah. Started with edibles. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I, you were like... You know, I started with an edible and you were like, oh, just do... I think you told me like 10 or something at first. Um, 10 milligrams. And I was like, no, I think I'll just try five. And it fucked me up so bad. And I was like fucking scared. Like, going to bed, I was like telling Mason like, oh my God, I think you need to call 911. <laughs> like, I couldn't breathe. I was oh, scared. Shit. I remember calling my friend Mitch and being like, I have been friends with you for like five years and I always thought you were so, so on your shit, so creative on another planet. I didn't understand how your mind worked. Now that I'm high, I get it. Like I'm there with you. I finally feel like. It definitely changes your output on things. You know, like it definitely does. Yeah. And like one of them things around home, like I was talking about a minute ago, it's a lot of the older folks that smoke weed around home, they grow their weed because they're poor you know and i don't mean that in a in a hateful or negative way it's just the way it is around home mm. you know people don't have money so they like smoking weed so they grow weed and then they sell weed to make the money that they don't have to buy other things you know keep the lights on in the house that kind of stuff you know so like that's pretty well how a lot of it especially where we grew up at that's how a lot of it is still to this day like a lot of people make their money doing it because it's like the only way they have to really make money you right. know like there's nothing else for them to do right what percentage of Camelsburg um, do you think is on any type of illegal drug, illegal substance? Fuck. Bunch. Like, a bunch of them. I would mean, you say as far as like 90%? No, I wouldn't go that far because there's there's a, also a lot of 
I don't think it'd be like a whole, whole lot, but people with like any kind of like substance abuse problem at all, that's a lot. There's a lot of people around home. It's just because, I mean, it just you, it comes with the environment yeah, you're in. Say, that's what I was just going to say. Do you attribute it to poverty? Do you attribute it to I think it's lack more, of... I don't think it's really to do with poverty as much as just like, hey man, what are you going to do on Friday night? Oh, I'm probably going to go to the bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just one of them things like that's just go to the bar and then you just see everybody. Like, everybody, you know, like, oh, hey, man, I ain't seen you since last weekend we was in the fucking bar together. You know, like. How you been? How's your mom? How, how, how was your week at work, dude? Oh, let's not talk about that bullshit. Let's get a beer. You know, like, that's just how it works. <laughs> but it's, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Describe happiness within their workplace. It's different for every person. But a lot of people, I think, would describe a happy workplace as salary, as money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Logan, I can already tell you, makes much more money than Tyler or I what you got your undergrad and what education yeah elementary education yeah and now you almost have your master's and you're working for a logistics company Mm -hmm. i got my undergrad in poli sci i'm getting my master's in communications and the most i made at a job was sssnc i was probably making maybe 60 grand um and obviously working for yourself is a choice but you could look at those scenarios and be like okay, Logan made the smartest choice if you're going off of money, you know? I wouldn't I wouldn't say that because it's also one of them things, like, and I'm not trying to be this guy about it at all. A lot of people are not cut out for it. I mean, like, they're just not, because, like, we get new people in all the time. All Describe the time. what you do. Over-the-road construction, pretty much. I mean, like, it's not really real construction. We reline sewer pipes, existing sewer pipes. We put new structure inside of them so you don't got to dig them up and relay new pipe, you know. So you're traveling across country, would you say? Uh, I spent <clears throat> I spent two years in Atlanta, Georgia, working there, and then I've been in Missouri at Fort Leonard Wood for about a year and a half. But, you know, have lived different places, have been gone for weeks, months at a time, like, that would be a fucking hard job, especially if you had a family. Oh, like, my God, yeah. Like, the, And that's the thing. Like, people people around home are like, dude, get me a job. And I'm like, I can get you a job, yeah. but, like, are you sure you want to do this? Right. You know, like, are you sure you want to do this? And they're like, yeah, man, I'll get somebody a job, and they'll make it, like, a month. You know, like, they'll make it, like, a month, and they'll go home, and then people are like, what the hell, man? I'm like, hey, like, you can't. And that's the thing. Like, people want to be so fucking negative and hateful about people quitting, like, at the time, he thought he wanted a job, and you can't dog him for at least trying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, let, I like let that him, outlook. Yeah. Let him, let him fucking try it out and see if he likes it. And if he don't, then let him go find another job because there ain't nobody that says that you have to fucking work here. Right. You know, like, You'd probably rather have an employee that quits rather than an employee that stays with the company and yeah, fucking do brings shit. everybody down and yeah. is a terrible employee. Yeah. Like, they, would, they would rather you just leave and right. be okay. Right. You know? I like working where I work at. Don't get me wrong, but... Like I said, it's just not cut out for everybody, and sometimes you got to deal with, sometimes you ain't got the people you need to do the job, so even the boss has to do the shit, you know? So, like, I'm still going to be getting in manholes, and I'm still going to be, you know... Tell me how, like, your lifestyle and your work and your personality fits into dating, especially Um, dating people in our hometown. To be honest with you, it don't. It just don't work. I mean, I'm not saying it can't work, but as of right now, it's not working for the best anyway. So, like, I get... Every weekend off, usually, give or take. Usually I get every weekend off. So that means I drive out to Missouri on a Monday, work all week, come home on Friday, usually. And then I have the weekends home, you know. So then that one weekend, I try to fit everything in. You know, like everything I want to do, I got I got X my time to get it done. You know, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to go, you know. And sometimes significant others are the butt end of that, you know. And 
I'm not sorry for that either, though, you know, because, like, it's just, it's the life that I have, and it's the life that I choose to have, and if they want to be a part of it, it's just something, like, kind of they agreed to, you know what I mean? Like, they agreed to that, you know? Like I said, like, I live around home, I still have, like, all of my family there, and I like, I like being around my family, you know? I, I enjoy, I enjoy their company a lot, so that gets in the way of things, you know? But I don't think that's something entirely unrealistic to find, like, there are a lot of groups of partners who like there are like linemen wives where they're gone for a long time or like military wives where their mm-hmm. partners are gone for a long time so like it i don't come, it think it comes down to trust is what yeah it comes down to. yeah and just someone that like is okay with that lifestyle like you know what i mean yeah i'm just here for the ride i don't know <laughs> figuring that shit out as i go man is tyler one of your only friends that doesn't have kids or a wife Oh, good call. Man. Think about that. Like Landis, and then you're friends with Tyler Holiday, right? Yeah. He has a big family. Yeah. And then Brandon just got married. Yeah. Who else uh, are you friends with? I wouldn't say the only one, and I, I apologize to anybody that's listening to this that you know. <laughs> but, like, I'm your best friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Could you? I know. But but yeah, I mean, yeah. So maybe that's why you guys are so close. Like, not to diminish your relationship, but I'm sure that's a driving factor of like we are both available on more weekends than someone yeah. with different lifestyle would be, you know? Yeah, I get that. I read a thing but the other day. I was going to say, that's the thing. Like, growing up sometimes gets in the way. But then yeah. you know, like, I know me and you and me and Landis have that type of relationship where, like, hey, man, I need you yeah. for this. And we're, like, done. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's... Well, and, you know, like, I, I was just thinking back on, like, in the peak of you being in college, like your, I don't know, like your junior and senior, you know, that kind of stuff. We didn't see each other hardly at all. You yeah, know I, I, mean? I came home, didn't, like, on major holidays. But, like, that like, was back in the days of, like, you was in the thick of shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, with that. And then me and Landis was also working in a shape, working seven days a week, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. there just was not time. And that I, comes in, that, that's, like, the growing up shit, you know. Like, there's shit we have to do so we can't do other things, you know. That's, like, anytime I came home from college... I cut it in my time that I knew I was going to come visit them and say what's up you yeah. Know, before yeah. I head out. Yeah. And you, even if it was for like 30 minutes or something, you yeah. know, like that. But I wanted that 30 minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? I ain't going to lie about it. Yeah, that Hell. means a lot. Yeah. When someone cuts out time hey, for Hey, man, you, like, I can only come for 30 minutes. Fuck yeah, dude. Come on. Yeah. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. I know, Ty, you said that you're not like as good at reaching out mm-hmm. as Logan is, but. That's something I need to work on, too. Yeah. I hate that I'm like that. Because then, like, because I'll think about it, I'm like, man, I haven't talked to mom in four or five days. You know, and I'm like, what's happening? I need to get better at that. If I didn't talk to mom for four or five days, I literally would be on, like, every TV screen in the nation. Like, <laughs> there would be a fucking Amber Alert for a 25-year-old. I talk to our parents constantly, and it kills me. They, they talk to me. I am the, like, the family the holder. Yeah. Oh, my God. It weighs so much on me. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I don't. You gotta, like, I was just telling, I, I hosted Thanksgiving a couple days ago, you know? Yeah. So my whole family, my, not my Imme- whole family. Immediate family. Yeah, yeah, just like six people were at my house, but I was still like kind of pressured and like had to like make a lot of the food and like whatever, um, like while watching my kid and Tyler like strolls in at like 1130 and is, right, right. first of all, we were eating at 1130. Get, get this in your head. Okay. Eating at 11.30. I'm so fucking stressed out. Running around the house. Trying to get all these dishes made. It's 9.30. Been so up since the crack. Yes. Been up since 5 a.m. with my kid. Um, making everything. It's 9.30. So I still have two hours to go. No makeup on. Just showered. 
and my mouth won't pop will show up at 9 30 i didn't know they showed up that early 9 30 <laughs> when they're and so i open the door and i'm like what are you guys doing here and papa's like well didn't have anything to do about the hotel <laughs> dude, so i'm just dude you're papa david Every single morning is the first fucking guy at Caney every morning. And he'll tell you every damn morning. Yeah. I've been up since 4 a.m. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I've already drank two pots coffee, smoked half a pack, <laughs> fucking derails, man. <laughs> he told me the other day we were hanging out. I was, he, he did that. You know, he was like, I got up so early. I was like, what time did you get up? He was like, 12.30. I'm like, what? That's midnight. I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, half of America is still up. That's exactly. not what he's like. Well, I was like, what time did you go back to sleep? He was like, oh, I took a nap around 6. He takes a nap from what? A nap from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm yeah. like, you're going back to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, no, no. It's took, took a little power nap. Five-hour <laughs> power nap, dude. I've been up. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, guys. Little intermission here to talk about an incredible company, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your licensed therapist. It's much more affordable than traditional therapy, and you can start communicating in less than 48 hours. So I've been using BetterHelp since the start of 2021, um, and having an online therapist that is always available to speak with has been a game changer. They matched me with a therapist that honestly fit my needs and gave me a lot of comfort and flexibility, which was so important to me. I recommend BetterHelp to everyone I know and especially recommend it to anyone that's maybe newer to therapy or doesn't really know where to start. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Cookie Cutter Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash cookie cutter. That's betterhelp.com slash C-O-O-K-I-E-C-U-T-T-E-R. Back to the pod. Do you enjoy that, like, uh, predictability of this is how my life is going to be for 10 years, 20 years, or do you wish it was, like, more? I mean, everybody, everybody wishes that they... I'm not sure about you guys, but I wish that any given time I open my eyes up after I wake up, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what I want to do. I want to do whatever the fuck I want, but that's not realistic. So you got to use what you have to make the things that you want happen. So you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. you, you got to take the good with the bad. Like, oh, shit, it sucks to go out and do all this, but, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't have my trucks sent outside if I didn't go to work every day. You know, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that spot on the river I was telling you about earlier if I didn't go to work every day, you know. Just one of them things, like, if you want things to happen to you, there's shit you have to do to make it happen. So, have you ever went to work before and you're like, I do not want to, like, everybody, like, I yeah. do not want to fucking go to work today. Four right? out of the five days a week. And then you get home after your shift and you sit there and think, you're like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, like, everybody does that, you know? I like, feel like that's anything. Like, you talk it up in your head, like, going to the gym, that's like, it's going. All, it's all mental is what yeah. it is. It's all mental. Like, because no matter how bad the job is or how hard the job is, it's one of them things, like... It's nine times, like, the, I've said this before to people, like, training at NetShape and training people here. I'm like, the hardest part of any job, I don't care what the job is, is waking up and making yourself go. That's the hardest fucking part. Mm, yeah. You wake up, make yourself go. It's going to be done before you know it, and then there you go. Boom. Ten hours under your belt. Boom. You just got paid for ten hours. Boom. You know, like, just keep doing that. And I don't give a fuck. I understand, like, happiness is important, but I'd rather cry in a fucking Lamborghini than a fucking Honda Civic. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel about it. What a quote. I know. Money, money makes it happen, buddy. And it does. I don't know. I just money am so conflicted about it's, that. I feel like we're just stuck in that mentality. I don't think a lot of people are that like, you can do it. Like, 
it's gonna take very hard very hard work to get there yeah but and like i've told you before obviously i'm not so poor that i'm like out on the streets but i'm also not as rich as logan you know so it's like i like that balance so that in between of i get to do what i want i mean not all the time because i do still like have to work but i don't like answer to anybody and i mainly the main thing is like i get to like watch my kid grow up like every thursday friday saturday sunday like we're together all the time and i like feel like at least in this stage before he's in school i won't get those years back well, ever that's that's your <clears throat> it don't matter what else goes on in your life katie Stahl's life the most important job is you being a mom that yeah. is your most important job that is first everything else is second you know yeah if you if you're making it happen now and you get to spend time with him and everything i fucking say keep doing what you're doing because it's because I know, I know you well enough to know that that is the most important thing to you. Mm-hmm. I know it is. Like, there, there, there's no question about it. So just keep keep doing that and you'll be just fine. Wise words. Let's sum it up, Ty. What do you want your last quote to be? Go off what you said, basically. But just be yourself. You know, like, I feel like I spent so much time worrying what other people thought of me or other people were thinking about me. And so it's... It's just not worth it. Just, like, let that go. Just be yourself. Worry about you. If you don't want to have a job, and but, like, hustle and make, make shit work, you know, and do your own side thing, like, do that. Or if you want to go work hard and have money, you know, like, don't do that. Yeah. Or if you don't want to go to college or if you want to go to college, like, don't fucking do what your parents want you to do. Like, it's yeah. never worth it. It's your life. It's not yeah. yours. Yeah. And it took me a long time to, like, realize that. You know? Yeah. I think about a lot, these two things actually. One, I don't want to be disrespectful to our parents, but I also don't want to be where they are in life. So it's like, I think about a lot, I care about their opinion and I value what they think of me and I value their opinion. But I also am like, why why am I listening to people who I don't want to be in their position? I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I don't want to rely on my kids for therapy. I want to figure my shit out. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's my first thing. And then my second thing is kind of like yours, be yourself. But mainly if your peers think you're weird or you feel judged or whatever by whatever you're into, like just fucking do it. I wish I would have started. Exactly. Don't fight it. Embrace it. Like I I wanted to start this podcast years ago and I wanted to like do the things I'm doing now years ago, but I was like mortified. I like, Oh my God, this is going to be so embarrassing. Everyone's going to be, I know it's fucking embarrassing. I don't care anymore. Like every single thing I do post say is embarrassing but I just don't care. Like, I would have done it years ago if I could go back. It's funny that you said that, like, to just go do it, you know, like, and not worry about what other people think. Like, just today, I'm mad I missed it. But just today, there were, like, wrestling tryouts. Like, pro, pro like semi-pro wrestling, you know, where they do these little house shows, you know. But, like, I was like, that would be the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. I, was like, yeah. I don't care if I just go try out yeah. in a ring, do fucking WWE shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, that That sounds fucking awesome. And I'm mad I didn't go. And I just would have been really cool. Yeah, because you were just worried about, like... Yeah, just, like, what other people thought, you know? And I was like... For some reason, I was telling myself, I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that, you know? I don't know what that voice was that was telling me not to do it, but, yeah. I, I literally texted the guy tonight. I was like, is there going to be another one? God damn it. I was like, I'm mad I missed it. And he was like, yeah, down the road. I'm like, cool. I was like, I'm there. 
watch me post a picture of Tyler and be like, this is the most fucking embarrassing thing. I completely <laughs> shame him. What a fucking nerd, dude, dude. I'd be really upset. I'd be really upset. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. No, that's so true. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I think I saw TikTok or so, I don't know where I saw it, but someone said, think about you're lucky to know, like, two generations back. So, like, your great grandma, you're lucky to even know, like, her occupation, her job, her name, and who her kids are. And maybe, like, one or two things she liked. Like, we knew Mal Mary because we got her until we were in junior high, but a lot of kids only get their great grandparents for a yep. couple years. And that's all you know, really. Think about one generation back, their parents, your great-great-grandparents. You maybe know their name, maybe their occupation. That's it. So think about three generations down from you. They're not going to know that you fucking started a podcast and were embarrassing as fuck. That you fucking tried out for the wrestling team. Like, not to be morbid, but, like, no one's going to remember you. And and nothing matters. And even if if they did, it might... Hell, it might inspire them to do something just like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fuck, my great-grandpa did this shit. Why the fuck should not? You know? Like, exactly. I and want to do it. He did it. Might as well. In the end, none of it matters. Nothing matters. But then right now, it matters. You know? So, like, go do it if you want to go do it. Or, right. Or not go do it. You know, like... I just think, kind of, it takes the pressure off, I guess, thinking that every life decision and every embarrassing thing is going to be this milestone or this thing that people remember forever first of all no one thinks about you nearly as much as you think about yourself yeah, yeah that's pretty damn no true. one gives a shit like maybe people made fun of you in school for something that you're embarrassed about now no one else remembers except for you like be be the person be the person you, be the person that you know in you your were, heart that yeah. you that you are you know be that person yeah you know i saw a thing it was like think about the person that you are now, like, imagine what, like, your 15-year-old self would think about that. You know what I mean? Like, like my 15-year-old self didn't think about anything but, like, fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think about nothing. Nothing that mattered, you know? And it's like, my 15-year-old self probably look at me and be like, that dude's fucking awesome. And that might, mm-hmm. sound, that might sound fucking, you know, real arrogant or whatever. I don't care. Like, no, it doesn't. I was saying the same thing. I'm like, if my 15-year-old saw my 25-year-old self, I'd be like, oh. <gasps> I love her house. I love her style. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love her life. Because I do. Well, like, yeah. I, I think I created a good life for myself, a cool life that I wanted to live. Um, I remember my quote at the, talking about FFA earlier, my quote was like, where do you see yourself in five years? At the FFA banquet as a senior. You're like, where, where do you see yourself in five years? It was living life day by day have myself a decent job watching the sun go down from my front porch and I pretty well do that exact same thing now. Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing really That's cool. different, you know? Yeah, that is cool. Because, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I You should take a picture of yourself now doing that with, like, next to your senior quote, you know yeah. what I mean? Ten years later. That's mm-hmm. when we did that project where we wrote letters to our future selves. Like, I read mine and it said something like, you better you better be doing something that makes a lot of money. Almost like demanding. And I was like, well, goddamn. And I was like, I'm not doing any of that right now. I was, like, I was a little prick, baby. <laughs> Give me some time, God. <laughs> Jesus. So my mind did not work out like that. Like, I I still feel like I'm not in the place that I want to be yet. So you feel like if your 15-year-old saw yourself now, you wouldn't think you were, like, cool? Oh, I feel like I'm cool because I got, I got way cooler as I grew up. You ain't shitting, you know? buddy. Nala? 
She's been sweet this whole time. Yeah, she's been she has, so good. She hasn't meowed once. She's yeah. just playing with the little liquor cap. Just, yeah. just a sweet little, just a little baby. Hey, did, did I save her, or did she save me? She saved you, one hundred percent. She's sweet. I've never seen you love an animal like her. Oh, fuck, look at her. <laughs> she's we'll so go, cute. Dang, just look at that. She's face. so fat though. Jeez. I love her. I really don't think she's fat. She's got fat. She's 13 pounds. I've seen much fatter cats. No, I know, but like 13 pounds, I feel like it's a little much. For her size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she, she was like... She's tiny. Tiny. She's tiny, tiny when tiny. I first got her. She was skinny. Well, she was a little kitten. She was a, she was a year old, I mean. They don't body shame me. Body she's shame two, me, daddy. She's two and a half right now. Aw, you're a big girl. And that's something I, Uh-oh. <laughs> that's something I noticed of her. That was kind of cool. That's something I noticed of her, like... As soon as I got her, is that she was super playful, and I'm and I just like, remember looking at her, and she'd be like, "I hope you never grow out of this," you know, like she she hasn't yet, like she's still lovable and playful, like yeah, that. she still seems young. Yeah, I know. I don't want her to lose that. Yeah, she's a good one. So let me get this straight: you want her to stay young and stay skinny, right? That's great, awesome. <laughs> Typical male. What a, what a way to twist that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Logan, thank you for being on. Tyler, it's your fucking third time. I know, I'm very popular depending, with Depending yeah. on how this one goes, I would love to do it again. That was cool. Did you like the therapy session vibe of... I just, I don't know, I just like, I don't know, just talking, bullshit. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And that's all it felt like it was. I thought it's I nice to actually to sit down and just talk, not have a TV going, not yep. be on our phones, actually converse we did have a movie going on in the background well you I, had, I had it on and i did i did watch a whole lot of the iu shit going on there in the background i ain't gonna lie I, i'm the only one because yeah. i'm not facing the tv I, i'm the I, only one that's playing basketball with you I guys i had both of them on mute so like i no i was with it what, thank you i just want to say thank you for being on i love you yeah that was, thank you that was great it's fucking cool i want to yeah. do it again <laughs> I told Tyler and Logan they were getting, like, a very minimal amount of money since this episode was going to be sponsored, and they were excited, so I guess I yeah, I thought I it. was doing it for free. I just wanted to do it. I didn't care. <laughs> I'll give away my talents for free. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> nice little bonus. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Love you both. See ya. Love you. See ya. Bye. Bye.